Galnet News Digest, 6th of June 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Toastrack protester gets solitary. Pressed under a rock. The distant clock is ticking. Toastrack protester gets solitary. The commander who staged an occupied Toastrack protest at Jameson Memorial has lost his pilot's license, according to unconfirmed rumours. Commander Nick Naylor blocked the Toastrack at Jameson Memorial with his beluga for nearly two hours on Sunday, in protest at commanders who use illegal means to increase the strength of their ships. Commander Naylor was eventually led away by security forces. The Pilots' Federation is notoriously tight-lipped about punishments meted out to its members, but Commander Naylor himself has managed to smuggle a note out of the prison in which he's being held. According to the note, he's been sentenced to a lifetime of solitary confinement, something that initially created a groundswell of support for the protesting commander. However, this support melted away after it transpired that Commander Naylor may actually have been using these illegal techniques himself for several months. The normally taciturn Pilots' Federation issued a short and somewhat vague statement about the use of illegal modifications, saying that they do not recommend the use of such modifications as it may put your pilot's license at risk. They also advise against publicising the techniques used to apply illegal ship modifications, as this may encourage commanders to use these techniques. Finally, they ask that commanders keep a good lookout for ships with illegal modifications and report them to the Pilots' Federation. But they won't tell you what action they take. If any. Pressed under a rock. Sagittarius I magazine plans to hide not under but inside a rock, if their plans work out. Founded in the Lave system in 3303, Sagittarius I was for a long time homeless after being forced out by saboteurs. Rescued by their partners, the video and photography organisation SPVFA, they roamed the galaxy, delivering their monthly magazine stuffed full of election pamphlets and leaflets about stairlifts and retirement homes, until they made a temporary home in the Malaysia system. Now they plan to build an asteroid base, although to be honest they sound a bit clueless. Asteroid bases are made by heating up the asteroid to melt the rock and then blowing it up like a balloon by injecting gas. The Sagittarius Eye spokesman seems to think they need to dig it out with a pick and shovel. We've found a lovely asteroid in Malaysia that we can hollow out to build our printworks in. We don't have a great deal of experience with building, but our intern has an engineering degree and tells us that we'll need specific materials. Bring us those and we'll reward you handsomely. Consequently, the magazine will be obliged to build its asteroid base using an interesting alloy made from cobalt, titanium and tantalum, three very hard metals. If the appeal is successful and the new presses are installed in the new printworks, Sagittarius I promises to reward commanders with the release of the 22nd monthly issue of their magazine, made 
by commanders for commanders. The distant clock is ticking. There are now just seven days left for Distant World's two fleet members to register completion of the expedition by arriving at Beagle Point and get their Blue Peter badge and certificate. The ledger will close at midnight on Wednesday the 13th of June. Out of the 13,615 expedition members, only 3,248 have so far registered their arrival at Beagle Point. That's less than a quarter of those who set out. What happened to all the rest? It may be that Tharg the Mighty's lunchbox is unusually full this month. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.